Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special edition of the brutally funny Hollywood reviews today. Normally, the Vanacucci brothers like to talk about all things entertainment and television and live sporting events, live events in general, and this will kind of reflect that, but right now, the whole world is experiencing something that's kind of bringing us together, and lots of people are at home, and and that's right, it's the COVID-19. I uh, have tried to avoid saying that on any social media and out in public. Just because we have enough issues and we don't need to be constantly drowned down by that. With that being said, for this episode, we are warning you now. If you are offended easily, we don't want you listening to begin with. If you do not have a sense of humor, take this show and wipe your ass with it. We don't want you listening to it. If you have a sense of humor, you're looking to laugh, you're ready to have a good time and look in the other direction for about 30 minutes or so, then let me introduce to you my partner, my brother, the other Vanacucci. Here he is, Mr. Trey. Where are you, Trey? I'm right here, world. There we go. Now, you you might notice right away, and I don't want to cut you off. You can ask how everyone's doing. They're not going to no. answer, but uh, we'd like to thank all three of our listeners. <laughs> You know, Trey, that's not true. That's not true. Do you know over the last two weeks? Hold on. Let me get the right number. I got to tell you something. You're going to love this. Hold on. It's right over here. Now, see, I'm in the studio live. The studio is in the back of our OBGYN practice, and uh, uh, Trey is broadcasting from the house via cell phone, so when one of our phones ring, it's going to be funny. Trey, over the last 13 days, the new listenership to the brutally Hollywood funny reviews has gone up, and I am not kidding you. 491 listeners. So people are at home. They're looking for entertainment. And uh, I only read the uh, 75% listens or more, which means people are listening all the way through, you silly, silly bastages. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to give a shout-out to uh, our number one listener, Paul, at home. That's He's right. Having a lot of fun. You know, uh, Paul and I kind of went back and forth because he sent me an email uh, uh, about six or seven days ago, and he's like, "What's up with the Vanacucci brothers?" I mean, uh, I mean, why can't we? And I was like, "You know, why can't we?" So Trey and I, we've talked about it, but we have a concern. You know, right now yeah. we we're all looking at New York, and, and they're greatly affected by this, and and Louisiana being a second, uh, you know, runner up, and and everyone has been affected. But Trey and I have realized that people, I want to say, are ignoring one of the hardest hit areas of the United States. Nobody's talking about it. And the Vanacucci's have decided to be the ones to step out and bring the problems of Sesame Street to the forefront. We want people to know that Sesame Street has been affected very seriously. Sesame Sesame Street is suffering right now. Suffering. They are yeah. suffering. And I didn't hear Elton John on the iHeartRadio concert last night talk about Sesame Street. I didn't hear Lady Gaga mention what's going no. on with Grover. Uh, Bert and Ernie, uh, you know, they haven't slept together in, in days because, you know, Bert tested yeah. positive, you know, and, and he thought, you know, Ernie being, you know, Ernie, you know, but no, Ernie uh, doesn't, he's distancing himself. Um, there's been reports on Kermit, uh, his little nephew, Miss Piggy. We're going to get into all that today and the effects of what is happening on Sesame Street. So 
Trey, I don't know. You and I both have concerns. Uh, again, the uh, special COVID-19 virus on Sesame Street. Go ahead and get into your first concern there, Trey. My first concern is the drop of business that the Count has suffered because we all know the Count loves to hook out his women. Yes. He does it by one, by two, by three women. And he does it all. <laughs> the, the last statement. Go ahead. Go ahead. He hooks them all. And pretty much everybody on Sesame Street, you know, pays a little percentage to the count. He loves the count. You're right. You're right. And the, the last statement taken by the count, the last statement that any news media had taken in, let me get it here. It says, yeah. and, and I quote, Vaughn, two, three reporters are not here at this news conference. And if I don't yeah. have people to count and things to count, then the count's down for the count, you know, and, and yeah. it's a shame because, you know, the count loves to count things. And he, he was counting the, you know, the numbers of cases, but he got discouraged because as you know, the count says, I love pimping hoes coast to coast. He does. The count is a pimping hoes bastard. With yeah. another business that has been affected has been the drug trafficking by Big Bird. And if you, if you people don't believe me that Big Bird is on drugs, then why is he seeing a fucking great big elephant named Snuffleupagus and nobody else can? Exactly. Tell me that. Yeah, yeah. And the big bird's the, the only one that can see this beast. You know, but Big Bird has got his fair share of problems immediately when we went into that 14 day, you know, uh, thing that was created by the uh, the the COVID-19 task force. People didn't want to be around Big Bird because if you've ever met Big Bird, he spits when he talks. And, you know, this bitch stands seven feet taller than you do. So you're looking up and Big Bird, you know, he's spitting all over the place. So, you know, they tried to get him a mask, but really with the two and a half foot long beak, what are you going to do? You know, that's true. so uh, we are very sad to report that um, Elmo did put Big Bird down and they 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 did process him. And he'll be oh, in a special, yes, they did process him, Trey. Um, yeah, what I mean by I process him is they took him to Tyson, and he's going to be in a special edition uh, children's pack of nuggets. Uh, limited well, time only. Well, probably our listeners don't realize that Elmo was the crime kingpin on Sesame Street. Well, you he's know, it's always the last one you expect. Him. You know, and Elmo's yeah. behind it all. See, everyone pointed the finger at, 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 at Kermit. But it was Elmo who was behind oh. the Count's Pimp and Hose. He's behind yeah. uh, Irma and Grover's uh, racketeering and gambling outfit. You know, it's all Elmo. Everything yeah. goes back to Elmo. I mean, I mean you, you could say six degrees to Kevin Bacon. In Sesame Street, it's two degrees to Elmo because Elmo wants it, it his way, and it's his way. Or it's no way. Elmo, you know, yeah. he'll, he'll put you in a corner and make you stare at a fishbowl with a single fish rolling around it for hours. He doesn't care. He's gangsta. Elmo is wrist I mean, deep gangsta. He even says it, if you look at most of the toys that were sold of Elmo, he even says it in the song, in his, when, he, when he tickle him and he goes, la, 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 Elmo's world, it's Elmo's world. That's he right. fucking lying. That's right. And you haven't lived until Elmo holds a loaded 40. In your face. And I ain't talking to Mickey's big mouth. <laughs> Elmo's like, say what again, motherfucker? Say what again? And they're like, you run a television show. It's like, fuck you and your kids. 
You know, and they're like, oh, I yeah. thought you were sweet. And he's like, you know what's sweet? The taste of my meat. Come over here. Buy these drugs. Buy these drugs. You know, so, I mean, Elmo, uh, respect to his character, but uh, Elmo's not a guy you want to run into in an alley in the middle of the night. Well, well one of the worst things Elmo ever did was he was, you know, he was, he was running drugs on the border of uh of texas and, and mexico at the time and and uh what he what he did is he he had um speedy gonzalez going back and forth across the, <laughs> the border with the drugs and one day speedy gonzalez was late for some reason and uh he, he tried to make the excuse i was like fuck you you little mouse and fed into the road runner i'm not kidding you did he <laughs> Yeah, fed in to the Roadrunner and said, Roadrunner, you're taking over for Speedy. So now it's the Roadrunner that's zipping um, drugs and the... Yeah, across the border. Yeah, the Roadrunner does it. You didn't know that? No, no. See, I, I knew that the Roadrunner had this secret vendetta thing going on. Uh, actually, it wasn't secret. The public one between him and the Coyote. But the Coyote was, in fact, a Coyote. He was bringing the illegals over to help Elmo with the meth lab and the marijuana farm that was located in the uh, alley of Sesame Street. So I knew that was happening. But I mean, how do you think all this drug problem started in Looney Tunes land? It was fucking Elmo. Well, and see, Elmo, if, if you actually backtrack him before he decided to step into the limelight, he's the reason why Animal went insane from, you know, from, from the Electric yeah, Dreams band. I mean, you know, because Animal was a normal guy until he hit that bad meth. You know, they were trying yeah, to reproduce the Breaking Bad meth, and he's like, I don't know, make it blue. How are we going to do that? Use fish tank water, motherfucker. Well, they used Animal to test it out, and that's how Animal flipped out, and they ended up having to put Animal down. Yeah. You know, and and, and and he he went crazy. This that that nutty chemical, you know, and this kids don't mess. It, this stuff is made in somebody's bathtub. Think about your bathtub and all the wonderful things you've done in it. Now mix drugs in a bathtub. So don't so don't do it. You know, look at animal. You know, and use him as your example. And, you know, and Cookie Monster, he's the same thing. It's not that Cookie Monster is is that crazy about cookies. The guy is on Elmo's weed, and the guy's got the munchies 23 hours a day. You know, and really, not that I have done drugs in the last four hours, but I know when you when you took up a good one, you know, what more? what's better than a cookie or a Sonic double cheeseburger with extra bacon? It's, you're going to want that cookie all the time. So, you know, really, you can't blame, you can't blame Cookie Monster. What Elmo did to get Cookie, cookie Monster eaten, or hooked was, well, it's in his name, Cookie Monster. So he made these fucking awesome edibles for Cookie Monster. <laughs> and that's how we got him hooked. He knew Cookie Monster was going to eat the cookie, so he just he just made some edibles for for him. You know, he, he went to Colorado where they make great edibles, and they, he got fucking edibles for for uh, Cookie Monster. There you and go. That's how he got in wig. Uh, it's not hard to figure out. It's not, and and you know, and a Cookie Monster got an unfair rap because he he used to be just Cookie. You know, they named him a Cookie, but because his urge to eat was so giant. He got stuck yeah. with the name Cookie Monster. 
You know, and it's like, oh, he's a monster. It's like, well, yeah, because he's got to have cookies 24-7 or he flips out. He goes crazy. Oh, poor guy. I just got a, there's a a BuzzFeed ticker going across the bottom of the Sesame Street website right now, Trey. Uh, Apparently they were going to land the pigs in space uh, uh, April 1st. Uh, They've delayed the landing because there is no coronavirus in space. So they've delayed the landing to April 30th. Um, when asked, I'm reading here. Yeah. When asked, what are they going to do about food and extra supplies for the next 30 days? Um, uh, Colonel Hogg said that they have already processed Miss Piggy. (laughs) (laughs) I guess they're going to be enjoying their ribs and pork chops. So, um, rest in peace, Piggy. Well, yeah, I mean, That'll really help Kermit out because I know that alimony was killing his ass, but. Oh, Kermit. Oh. oh my gosh. You want to hear somebody bitter. Talk to Kermit after about three beers. And he's like, you know, Piggy really <laughs> took me to the fucking cleaners, you know? And you're like, oh my gosh, what happened? And you're like, well, you know, I called her big nose and she's like, if you call me big nose one more time. <laughs> Sorry, folks. If you're not Monty Python fan, you're not going to know where that's going to come from. Normally, at this point, the Vanacucci's would offer you a T-shirt for telling us which Monty Python movie that came from. But since our Chinese distributor that makes the T-shirts is not sending us anything right now, you get nothing. 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 (laughs) It was Life of Brian, by the way. All right. So, yeah, uh, yeah, Kermit, man, you get some alcohol in him and he just goes off and he's like that fucking hog. She took, she hogged up all the money. She hogged up the appliance. She wants half. And man, when he gets loaded, he goes off. Oh, yeah, he does. He was like, do you really think I wanted to make Muppets take that fucking hat? And, no, but I did it because I needed to pay that bitch for money. That's right. I remember that time we were talking with him. He's like, I did it for her. I did it for her. I did it for her. And it's like, Kermit, dude, chill out. Maybe you shouldn't drink so much. Don't fucking tell me how much I've had to drink. It's like, no, no, no. We didn't say how much you've had to drink. We said maybe you shouldn't drink so much. And he's like, don't ever say shit. I'm Kermit the motherfucking frog. And then he gives you that weird finger because his fingers are webbed, yeah. but he holds up that like middle claw and you're like, Kermit, are you, yeah. are you flicking us off? And he's like, fuck you. So, you know, poor Kermit. Um, I'm yeah. seeing here, uh, I I've got the official data. Uh, Kermit has taken the test twice. You're only supposed to take it once. And that's if you're showing the symptoms, Kermit has tested negative both times, but he's a bit of a hypochondriac. He insists that he has it. Uh, and, yeah. uh, well, but he has texted negative both times. So good, good for Kermit. Good for Kermit. And I think we're, we're missing, uh, the one, one guy that we haven't talked about yet is, is Oscar the Grouch. Well, and I was, I was avoiding that because it's a shame because of the, the, the disposable napkins people were throwing into his trash can, but go ahead and try. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Well, he got the nickname Oscar the Grouch, and it's not—he's not grouchy. He's actually a very pleasant guy if you get you talk to him, you know, like a normal person. But nobody always ever talks to him like a normal person. They're always calling him a fucking grouch. And you know those fuckers. What was those, those people's name that are on, the actual people on El- Sesame Street? Well, we had Gordon and um, Bob. Yeah, and, Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. Yeah, all those people always were fucking rising about being a grouch, and he's like, fuck you, I'm tired of this shit, I'm a happy man, and y'all made me a grouch. 
you know, Trey, it, it, it's a, it says a little bit about society because he was judged. He was comfortable living in the trash can. All right. Yeah, I, I think he got the grouch thing because of his living conditions. And, and let's remember, Oscar put himself through school. He didn't have any parents. They died when he was very little. And, well, you yeah. know, he, he chose to live in a trash can, but he was on a nice, clean street. Well, at the time. And uh, this is before well, yeah. the uh, Section 8 moved in and, and the gangs. And But but before, he was on a clean street. And he's like, hey, dude, this is I'm comfortable. When it rains, I've got my lid. You know, but now people with the rubber gloves and the sanitary napkins and they keep throwing them in there. Um, uh, yes, if you've read the news, he has tested positive. He is doing fine. Uh, he won't uh, He won't well, take the ventilator until one is thrown away. Uh, but why is that, yeah. Trey? Why is he doing well? I mean, I guess because well, he's he lives in a garbage can. His immune system's got to be yeah. a fucking, like, uh, bulletproof. Yeah, his immune system's sky high, but uh, he's, he's doing okay, but... I mean, you expected him to test positive with all the amount of trash people just throw on him. You know, he used to have a clean street, like you said, a clean street. Because he lived right out in front of Ernie and Ernie's house. And if he lived in front of the house of two gay, upper class, middle class gay guys, it's going to be clean in front of your house. Oh, it was impeccable. Uh, uh, Ernie would come out and scrub the garbage can. With Bert's yeah. toothbrush, whenever they'd get into fights, he'd be like, Bert, you're yelling again. And, you know, he'd take, grab, you know, Bert's toothbrush and go out and scrub a can. And Oscar was cool with it until people started dissing him. And he's like, quit yeah. scrubbing my can. You know, I don't scrub yeah. your can. Yeah. Uh, he got pissed because, you know, people kept throwing shit at him and labeling. You know, what is it with this country having to throw labels out on everybody? Yes. They, just knew, and they, they labeled Oscar a grouch and, well, I guess he's a grouch now. Poor little Oscar. Uh, you know, a victim, victim of circumstance. Victim of circumstance. Oscar the Grouch takes us. Trey mentioned it. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, we have to address Bert and Ernie. You know, uh, uh, at first they were ambiguously gay. Now they're full out of the closet. Bless them for that. It's it's made things yeah. easier for them. But uh, it was Bert who tested positive, and Ernie being the uh, the the subordinate in this relationship, you'd think Ernie would have stood by him. Uh, but Ernie yeah. has had uh, not even six foot contact. Uh, apparently, he has moved to the duplex uh, on the other side of Sesame Street and refuses yeah. to, you know, because he was doing Bert's laundry. Uh, he washed Bert's poopy underwear. He made Bert's dinners. You know, Bert Bert was the alpha. He was doing all the work. And and I I worry for Bert Trey. I really do because how is he going to, to survive without Ernie's, you know, uh, dependence? I mean, how is he going to survive? He's a strong guy. He, 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 I mean, his name's Bert for God's sake. He's going to, he's going to pull through. He's like Bert Lancaster. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say Bert is one of those strong names. I like Bert. Yeah, Bert's the name of a guy you could puke in his car and he wouldn't care. You know, he'd be like, hey, you know, yeah. that's cool. Don't worry about it. I'll get that. You know, I, I got it. I got it. Yeah. That's Bert is a friend that you want. But, yeah. and again, Ernie, uh, Bert, go ahead, what, Ernie. Uh, what I have heard, now this is just speculation. I don't have any proof of this, but I have heard since Ernie's been at the duplex, um, the Swedish chef has been seen coming in and out of there quite often. And you can put two and two together on that one. Now, hold but, on. I don't want to start spreading fake news, but you, Trey, I mean, you I mean, and I, I, no, no, no. You and I know 
that that is true. The Swedish chef has left that place at two, three in the morning more than once. Yeah. More than once. Yeah. And, and Ernie's like, Hey, he, he's showing me how to cook. And that may be true, but you know, the Swedish chef is the only Muppet that has real hands. And yeah, you know, think about this. People have asked the Swedish Muppet what was going on, and all we got from him was "Give me, give me, give me, give me, No, hold on a minute, Trey. I think I've got the recording. Uh, oh no, here's the recording. So I mean, you know, I mean, nerny, nerny, nerny. If you can make sense of nerny, 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 then you probably can figure this whole thing out. But we can't, so fuck off. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> it, it just leaves a hole there. Um, Hooper's store, uh, of course, we lost Mr. Hooper, what, 25 years ago. Hooper's store has been yeah. turned into a temporary triage center. You see a lot of the Muppets there. Yeah. Uh, the Menominat brothers are there. And, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it's it, it, they, they do have a, a, a Muppet attention center there. Um, I know the giant uh, nine-foot monster. Uh, he, he just checked in over there. Uh, the facility is is immaculate. You know, Sesame Street did have a little fun for any type of emergency that would happen. And uh, really, if you see Hooper's story, it'd make you proud to be a fan of the Muppets. Um, however, yeah. Trey, I think it was a mistake that they put Gonzo in charge of the triage center. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that that was a bad idea to begin with. Gonzo really, he's got this uh, small inferiority complex, and what? he tries to run things like 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 a fucking little Napoleon, and it's it's not working. Well, that's because he bosses around. 13, 14 chickens all day and chickens are pretty submissive, you know? So when you get a strong willed character into a a, a triage center that, that Gonzo is running like the clown with the boomerang fish act, you know, and he's like, and, and, and and Gonzo right away goes, look, there'll be no throwing of the fish in here. And the clown guy is like, well, that's what I do. I, I have the boomerang fish act. And Gonzo's like, no, no, exactly. You know, that, that mad bomber guy, which by the way, you didn't see much of him, uh, after the whole, uh, Unabomber incident, I think they were tied in somehow, but, uh, the mad bomber guy, Gonzo's like, "Uh uh-uh, you leave your little press box at the door. There ain't going to be no bombs in here. So, I mean, some of no. Gonzo's rules are good, but really you can't have an eight and a half inch long nose and not wonder if the nose matches the hose. So <laughs> I'm pretty God sure you're right. But again, it, the, he runs chickens all day and a chicken, I would guess would be easy to satisfy. I would guess. I don't, it's been many years I, I, for me since I've explored the anatomy of a chicken. I, I don't know, but I'm just saying, you know, the Lord did not I gave him a nose, but did not bless him with anything else. I mean, it's really sad down there. Now there, what, what I've been told. I, I do have to say Muppet labs is working day and night. Uh, Dr. Bunsen honeydew is working on a cure. Um, he, he is injected, uh, he, he injected, uh, a beaker with syphilis the other day. I don't, I don't really know why. This is what I was going with. We're going to talk about this, this doctor, this hack of a doctor that keeps experimenting on poor beaker. Now remember Bunsen honeydew figured out how to take that orange skin and lighten it. So Bunsen don't, don't jack on him too much, but what, what happened with, with honeydew? 
but buddy, he has been he has been fucking indiscriminately testing anything on Beaker. Beaker is a nervous wreck because he is scared he's going to get stuck with another needle and he doesn't know what's going to be in it or what the side effects will be. Well, it's again, right, side effects right here, day. right here on the Sesame Street wire, I'm reading it live. It says, uh, uh, honeydew, uh, uh, under charges of injecting Beaker with syphilis, people don't know why. I mean, that's, yeah, that's all it well, says. So, I mean, you know, why would he... He had to have had why a reason. Would Beaker need, why would Beaker need syphilis? <laughs> we, have, we, have a, we have a cure for, for, for syphilis. Well, All you need is some penicillin. I, I um, think so maybe it's a domination thing. I, I Again, I don't want to you know uh, repeat the whole Burton Ernie thing, but let's face it. Uh, yeah. Beaker used to be brilliant, and Honeydew put his thumb on Beaker pushes him down and keeps him down. Uh, Beaker used to be, mm-hmm. if you heard Beaker about 20 years ago speak, he would be like, and now ladies and gentlemen, a word from the, you know, but now he's like, me, 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 me. Cause like, the poor guy, he's his brain. It's gotta be oatmeal after everything. Dr. Bunsen honeydew has injected into the poor guy. You gotta feel bad yeah. for him. I mean, he's injected him with everything that has every SARS COVID-19, uh, the other one, the HM one, the fat yeah, the one, swine the flu, yeah, yeah, everything. He's been injected with everything, and Beaker and his brain has literally turned to mush. Well, I mean, look how thin That's Beaker like, is. I mean, Beaker is about yeah. as big around as a can of Coke. You know, I mean, Beaker I is is really put into uh, a lot of peril. Uh, I, I told you years I, ago he should have quit Honey uh, the the uh, Muppet Labs years ago. Years ago, but yeah, you know, he, really uh, he I, I guess, uh, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew is, uh, got something on Beaker because Beaker stays around now that he's been injected with syphilis. God knows why. Um, he's, yeah. he's there <laughs> at this point. Why would it lie? But who knows? Poor Beaker. You know, I just, the the craziness that's happening. And again, the Vanacucci brothers needed to address the, the, the things that are going on at Sesame street. Uh, uh, Grover, uh, you know, commits suicide. I I, I don't get it. Well, I don't, I don't really know if it's suicide. He, uh, he, he made a, a rope out of cotton balls and tried to hang himself. Uh, but, uh, uh, and then he said he could fly and jumped off a building and found out he was horribly wrong. Uh, yeah, I think he, he couldn't fly. Grover is. He yeah. thought he could. No. I mean, he, 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 I remember several times where he would he would just sit there and go into full fantasy mode about being able to fly in his little flying suit. Or was that Gonzo? I can't remember. No, no, point. no. You're right. Uh, uh, Grover would put on that ridiculous Viking cap, the Viking cap that was missing yeah. the horns. And he'd be like, yeah. oh, I'm Grover, and I'm going to fly. Kids, when your parents aren't around, climb out your second-story window and jump the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and unfortunately, back, back when we were kids, people were doing that. <laughs> yes, they were, because Grover would jump out his window. You know, Christ, yeah. I think I tried it. No wonder. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. 
Poor Grover. I feel bad for him. You know, again, you you need to take a moment. uh, If you want to give a donation to the Sesame Street Victims Fund, you can send it via our Instagram (laughs) site. Uh, Look up Vanacucci on Instagram. You can go to our Twitter site. Look up Vanacucci. You can email us brutallyfunnyhw at gmail.com. Uh, you can yeah. uh, search up Vanacucci Brothers on Google, V-A-N-A-C-O-O-C-H-I-E, uh, or the other spelling, V-A-N-N-A-C-O-O-C-H-I-E. We spell it both ways because when we were creating the name, we weren't quite sure how to spell it to begin with. And that's yeah, the truth. So... Listen, um, also, I know we, we talked about him being fictional earlier but let's talk about the depressiveness of the snuffleupagus well you know it it, it, it is kind of like bigfoot we suspect he really exists but really only one person has seen him yeah but he every time he shows up he's like a little bird and it, he's so sad and, and you know why he's sad it's because well everybody ignores him or he feels that way well i mean they see him um, and then they don't see him you know, and, yeah. and you know, again, Snuffleupagus is a, is is a diagnosed clinical manic depressant. So, I mean, how can yeah. how can you not be when you're basically the invisible boy? You know, no one sees you, but you're standing right there. Hey, Dad, I'm taking three strange men into my bedroom. You know, mystery men. Uh, and 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 yeah. you know, they, they see him, but he's not there. But you know, I don't know how you could miss a four ton animal with a. You know, eight foot so, long trunk. I, I, what is what is Snuffleup? Is he an elephant? Like, if he's an elephant, maybe he's like a woolly mammoth without the tusk. What is he? I think he's supposed to be a mastodon. I'm not sure. Really? But maybe maybe that could be why he's depressed too, because the rest of his herd was got lost in the land before time or something, and didn't make <laughs> it to the promised land or something. I I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Sesame Street's a wreck. I, I just I feel terrible. Again, if you want to donate, you know, three, four hundred thousand dollars, Instagram Vanacucci, Twitter Vanacucci, brutally funny HW gmail.com. Uh go ahead, Trey. Did you, did you like how I slid in a land before time left reference? I like how you threw that in, that whole, you know, little foot angle and uh it, it's good. Little foot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah little foot. Yeah, I, I, I don't fucking left Sarah's ass behind. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> uh, we got a few celebrities that uh, are calling in that want to talk uh, about donating uh, on, the, uh, on the on the other mic here. We've got Jesse Ventura. Uh, Jesse, are you there? When I was wrestling for the WWE, which was the WWF back then, I knew Kermit. And if you can donate a few thousand dollars to the <laughs> to the Sesame, God damn it to the Sesame Street Fund, care of Jesse Ventura, Minnesota. Jesse, Jesse, it's. Uh, Instagram Vanacucci, Twitter Vanacucci. Yes, sir. Yes, Trey. Yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not giving Jesse money. Don't give Jesse money. Now, hold on a minute. Look at the documents, Trey. Everything. 
you've ever given to me, I have made sure. I have donated to the UFO Foundation. I have gone to Mean Gene Oakland's house when I was a tag team champion, Trey, and governor of um, Minnesota. First off, Jesse, uh, as a wrestling fan, you were never a tag team champion. Excuse me, Live Trey, you weren't there. It was me and Mean Gene Oakland doing an interview with the Rock and Roll Express. I had won WrestleMania one through seven. Okay. Really? <laughs> you were an announcer. I, on I'm sorry. Wrestling. You didn't see the special edition. I was there and I was a frog man <laughs> and I got my ass yeah. kicked by the American sniper. Yeah. 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 I know. Okay. Uh, thank you, Jesse Ventura. Is is that it? Anyway, Just follow the documents. That's all. Where is the money going? That's what I want to know. Listen, I'm tired. Jesse putting himself over here on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, former governor of Minnesota, Jesse Ventura, I want to thank you. And in 2020, I'm going to be throwing my hat into the arena for president of the United States. Jesse, Jesse, I'm sorry. I've got to, I'm sorry. I got, I got to, I got to cut him off. All right. There we go. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jesse All Ventura. Right. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, well, Jesse is just a. Uh, yeah. I'm, it's I, hard to stop once we start going. You know, when, you know, when, when we do get a celebrity that writes or calls in, we get excited. Uh, but, uh, I, I do apologize for his view. I know we say get a sense of humor about the show, but, uh, uh, Jesse, is, uh, this disease was created in a laboratory. Jesse, don't even start that shit. I, it really, I, don't, I, I, I will knock a motherfucker out. It ain't nothing for me to hit a frog man. All right. All right. Jesse, he's out They're escorting him. All right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, back to the street. Yeah, yeah. Is there anyone we've left out again? Sesame Street. You know, nobody's talking about him. Fox, CNN, MSNBC, uh, even the fake news. They're, they're turning their back completely on what's going on on, on Sesame Street. Trey, what about the girl Muppets? There aren't any girls on Sesame Street, are there? Well, since we just found out the pigs in space just carved up Miss Piggy, I think that leaves Irma, which is Elmo's uh, bottom bitch. Um, but Irma. I never, I never thought in the history of this podcast that we get in the term bottom bitch. If you don't know what bottom bitch is, just Google it. I'm not even going to get into the dynamics of pimping hoes. <laughs> A bottom bitch is when you are at the top of the pimp chain and you've got the one girl that will just satisfy you in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Thought we got rid of him. Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. Thank God. We did. Man. Yeah. So the I mean you got Irma. What's the little girl? Uh the little girl with the little blonde hair and she would swing her head left to right and her little hair would flip flop. 
but they don't say much oh, about her. He, like Peggy or something like that. I don't remember that. him. I don't remember what her name was, but she's the one that Elmo would always get to do the Montana musket murder. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, hit Google. Even the definition of that would make me vomit right now. So, uh, Montana musket loader, Google. Uh, I'm not even going to get into what that is, but I know we've said it on the show once or twice before, uh, which puts yeah, us right at about 36 minutes, Trey. So, if there's anything left about uh, Sesame Street, Sesame we need to. I think we've touched on everybody from Sesame Street. Uh, we got the key guys. I know that if you're not familiar with some of the characters we're talking about, you can watch such cinematic classics as Sesame Street's Follow That Bird. Uh, Trey mentioned earlier the great Muppet caper, Muppet Take Manhattan, the Muppet movie, the new and old, uh, the newer one with, uh, what was it, Jason uh, Siegel? Yeah, was it Jason Siegel? That was uh, kind of a cute one. They were raising money against uh, an evil oil tycoon if you follow the oil good god i thought that son of a bitch was out of here where is he getting a mic from just to look at the documents oh christ all right jesse yes conspiracy theory with jesse ventura airs on the god knows what the fuck network it aired on um tuesdays well, at seven yeah i think we've done we talked about uh, uh we did get out the story about what happened to poor Speedy Gonzalez. Yes. Okay. So that was a tragic, tragic. Speedy Gonzalez. That oh, was Speedy, yeah, tale. Speedy, yeah, yeah. It gets us into Looney Tunes a little bit. But, you know, it's only going to be a matter of time before we have to face what's happening in Looney Tunes. I mean, uh, I know that Donald Duck and Bugs Bunny had that huge lawsuit between the two of them. They were trying to distinguish who was the face of the Looney Tunes and really. It was no contest, but Donald Duck was like, you know, it's my show. And Bugs is like, it's my show. And Donald's like, it's my show. And Bugs like, it's my show. And the Bugs would go, it's your show. And Donald would go, it's your show. And you know, Bugs would be like, damn right, motherfucker. And Donald would be like, fuck. (laughs) Really? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, all of the Looney Tunes, I mean, let's be honest, all of them have gotten big heads since they did that movie with Michael Jordan. Exactly. And of course, if you remember Space Jam, it was at the peak of Michael Jordan's failure. You know, he had already retired. You know, he was playing baseball, which I think the movie addressed right at the beginning just a little bit. But, you know, naturally they put him back, in, yeah. put him back into basketball, which, you know, hey, you know what? You got to hand it to Jordan, though, because he was following his dream. And uh, just because his career in baseball, what was it, about a quarter of a season? He played a game and a half. I think Will Ferrell played more than... Uh, than, than he did. Well, technically, if you want to be honest, he actually played an entire season in minor league baseball. He did make it through the season. Okay. Yeah, he made the he played the entire season. After Washington Wizards, I really quit following him. Yeah, the irony is I'm wearing his freaking $200 shoes right now. Uh, That's all going to rapidly come to an end because apparently uh, when you're an OBGYN, business is shut down when you were in quarantine. Nobody wants you to be like, all right, let me uh, open up and say on. You're like, (coughs) oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, we're going to get letters on that one. So you're uh, a... That's funny because I'm uh, you're in two hundred dollar Jordans and I'm sitting here wearing fucking Star Wars pajamas. <laughs> 
You know what? That brings up a good point. You can find the show on uh, iTunes. Uh, actually, no, iTunes, they rejected us. You can find the show on Stitcher. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, I guess, you know, but not iTunes. Uh, or you can just, you know, if you're if you're listening to the show, you've already found us. But uh, tell your family and friends, you know, the, the ones that have a sense of humor. Again, if people get their, their been out of shape real quick, we don't want them listening. Nothing uh, the Vanacucci brothers say is, is serious. We don't believe half the shit we say. And that's exactly right. Motherfucker, get that guy out of here. God damn it. Sorry, Trey. Uh, you know, we, we, we're here to put a smile on your face. If we get a bit rough, then, you know, Andrew Dice Clay and Sam Kinison offend you, then we certainly are. Uh, we don't need you listening anything. Trey, and wrap up, what do you got to say? Um, just take care, everybody, and stay safe. You know what? Stay safe. And and we promised at the beginning uh, when we did off air that we weren't going to get preachy. We're not going to involve any politics. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, as trained physicians, we will tell you that this is quite serious. And uh, we want you and your families to stay very safe and uh, drink as much alcohol as you can get into you. Alcohol, uh, it, it, it gets into the coronavirus's eyeballs and the virus lunges at each other and doesn't attack you. And that, that's science. Other than that, well, we do have yes. five things you can that you can do while you're at home. You know. Oh, okay. You cannot have sex. We, the first one on top of the list is you cannot have sex with your wife because that shit ain't ever happening. Right. So uh, that's number one. Not have sex because it doesn't happen anyway. Um, you can beg yeah, for sex. That's number two. Uh, number two uh-huh, is beg uh-huh. for sex. Um, number you can three. Fantasize about sex is number three. Pornhub.com. Pornhub.com. Yeah. All right, so that's number three. What's number four? Um, you can um, drink and think about sex. Okay, drink and think about sex. And number five, um, be ashamed of yourself after what you've done because you listened to number three. And then go have yeah. sex. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> if you're married, that ain't happening. <laughs> well, all of a sudden, our end song seems a little bit more appropriate than normal. Ladies and gentlemen, the Vanacucci brothers are serious. We want to tell you, we want you to be safe out there. Please don't do anything stupid. Uh, you are very important to us. The United States is very important to us. And of course, Mother Earth. Trey, what do you got to say before we wrap this one out? Lick it before you stick it. <laughs> Those are the words of wisdom, ladies and gentlemen. Lick it before you stick it. Vanicucci Brothers saying if you bought a movie ticket, you weren't at the movies this last two weeks, you fucking liar. Have a good one. See you next time. Lick it before you stick it? <laughs> yeah.